Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Two Toms, One Ash, where we talk all things NFL fantasy football. We'll start off by recapping fantasy winners and losers of week 13, before letting you know how our teams have got on. And after an injury-ravaged weekend, who should you be targeting on the waiver wire? Thanks for all that you're doing to support and share the show. And if you do have any suggestions of your own, drop us a line on hello at twotomsoneash.com. Right, that's enough from just me. On we go. So looking back at last week's results, now that week 13 is in the books, um, and let's look at some running backs to start with um, that performed really well. So... Scully, in fact, just just talk us through one of them if you want to pick one out. Yes, I'll pick one out that, um, I mean, he's had his best week so far as a rookie. James Cook um, went up against New England, who are what, second, I believe, against uh, against the run. So usually a strong um, rushing off uh, rushing defense, and um, he did really well. I think. Quite a, quite a bit of it was in the um, in the passing game as well. He got quite a few carries, but uh, but yeah, he had a strong strong week. Sixteen and a half points. Um, he rushed fourteen times for sixty four yards, and caught all six of his targets for forty yards. So good good week for good week for James Cook. Nothing obviously mind blowing, but it's the first time he's really actually actually scored and and been used a little bit more consistently so um good for him good for yeah good for good for his fantasy owners as well which i am but he was on my bench <laughs> i guess he always would have been and i think that's sometimes with your bench that at least if they score well it, it's only gonna help your roster isn't it that uh, that yeah he's maybe an option for upcoming weeks um but yeah i know we've talked about him lots at the start of the season dalvin's brother on a good offense that passes a lot um, but Singletree seems to have been, so far up until last week, the main man. Getting rid of Zach Moss, recruiting Naeem Hines, who's, who's done very little, if anything, uh, for the Bills so far. So, so yeah, James Cook, great week for him. Charlie, I'll come over to you. And, um, and any wide receivers that you want to call out? So one uh, guy, bit of a unknown, well, not an unknown, but... A guy who's not particularly uh, anything shining, but uh, had a really good week was, uh, for me, for the Colts, Alec Pierce. Um, put up some decent numbers for them. Uh, I think he got 18, 18 points, something. Um, decent score when you consider they're playing Dallas, who uh, are one of the best offences, uh, sorry, one of the best defences in the league. Um Matt Ryan threw 30-odd completed passes, four of which went to Alec Pierce uh, for 86 yards and a touchdown. So, good week for him, especially when you compare him with um, Michael Pittman, who had an absolute stinker. Um, I think he had two two catches, maybe. Um, not not very many, anyway, uh, out of the, the few that... Matt Ryan threw to him four, yeah, four targets, two catches uh, for 16 yards. So absolutely woeful uh, week in terms of fantasy for him. Um, so yeah, shout out to Alec Pierce for the uh, the big game. But I've got to give out a shout to the Sun God, uh, Amon Ra. 
I mean, <laughs> what a boy. It kills me, the fact he's on Scully's team. Um, but yeah, I wanted to try and th- think of somebody who, a bit different, but St. Brown, what a game. I mean, that guy is absolutely on fire. And I think anybody who's got him uh, is going to be in a good position going into the <clears throat> playoffs. 11 catches, two touchdowns, 114 yards. Uh, absolutely smashed it. Watched the game and everything seemed to go through him as well. Uh, he seems to be Goff's number one go-to. So, yeah, shout out to him and Scully for having him. He, he holds in everything as well, doesn't he? So, what's that? 11 catches off, what, 12, 12 targets, something like that? He's, he's so good. So, so good. And... Uh, yeah, it's it's not the it's not the first week, is it? That is is scored really really high. He seems to score multiple touchdowns quite often. I think at the beginning of the season, he he had some really strong games. Obviously, he got injured. Took him a little bit to to come back after after his injury. But the last few weeks, he's uh, he's been really really good for me. Yeah, absolutely. He kind of just pops up everywhere, don't he? Like you say, he's, he's kind of mainly in the slot and then if, if Goff's kind of struggling for receiver you'll pop up and you'll see him on the highlights and it's and it's usually St Brown that he's thrown it to um, and Alec Pierce absolutely Charlie so yeah great shout for him I don't think Matt Ryan's got a favourite target just yet it looked like Pittman was doing a little bit better once Matt Ryan's started starting as quarterback for the Colts um, but the Colts in general um, looked a little woeful albeit the Cowboys looked decent um, but speaking of underperforming Colts, um, let's go back to you, Scully, and and just underperformers in general. Which running back do you think underperformed in Week 13? Usually, my main man, uh, Eckler, is um, against against a side that is not great against the run as well. And this might this might be what we talked about last week, where is mainly effective in the in the passing game because they they don't run it that often and um yeah quite quite disappointing because he's usually there for one two touchdowns um that usually get his score quite high he's been scoring really consistently all season but uh, but yeah this week not so much i mean talking about 13.2 points against against the Raiders. Um, he carried the ball 10 times for 35 yards. That's apparently the second time this season that um, the obviously they've played the Raiders and they've kept him to under 40 yards rushing. But last time he was a lot more effective in um, in the passing game. This, this week, six targets for 67 yards. Not bad. So he's still got, what, more or less 100 a hundred yards combined, but but no touchdowns, no scoring. So really disappointing when he's predicted to score twenty twenty one points against possibly the worst rushing offense, uh, rushing defense, uh, and he only scores a measly twelve points or whatever. So yeah, quite quite disappointed with his performance, and it's cost me this week. Yeah, you, you come to expect it, I guess, with Eckler, don't you? And, and CMC and, and, I guess, Taylor of last season, maybe. But uh, I guess the 13 points is a pretty high floor. Um, if that's a, that's a bad game for me, scoring 13 points. But, yeah, I'm sure even you especially, you'd be expecting and hoping for 20, 25, 30 points um, that might take you over the line. He could, have had, on to... he could have had better. He, uh, he dropped that pass in end zone. Um 
they did pass for for him. Uh, he dropped one, so uh, could have scored a, a throwing touchdown. But yeah, like we said last week, they have no rushing game at all. So even though the Raiders were are absolute dog shit against the run, if you don't run it and you can't run it, he ain't gonna score you anything. Yeah, they figured them out for sure. Um, so we'll stay with you then, Charlie. So a wide receiver that underperformed week thirteen. So this really frustrated me as a Steelers fan. Uh, not quite nearly as much as it frustrated him um, because by all accounts he refused to speak to the media he kicked off during the game um, George Pickens had two attempts one catch for two yards um, so one point wow. two points um, absolutely woeful from uh, from Pickens in terms of what he he provided in fantasy, but I mean if you don't throw the ball to him, he he can't score for you, um, and it's a bit disappointing because we've he's been consistent over the last few weeks uh, in the teens, um, especially against the Falcons. I fully expected a very good week from him this week. Uh, I didn't. I, he was still on my bench because of the other options that I've got. I, I preferred them, but. He's the only stealer really that I would have wanted going into the, the the back end of the season, but they just didn't get him involved at all, and and there's not really any reason why I can see that they've they've not involved him. Najee started running a little bit. Um, Johnson made a few plays, but to throw the ball to him twice, I saw a stat that Zay Jones dropped the ball more times than they targeted George Pickens. <laughs> Um, which is absolutely disgusting, especially for a guy who's making highlight catches like he did uh, only uh, a few weeks ago in the season. Yeah, who's uh, who are Steelers kidding? They've not got that many receivers, have they? Looking at yeah, Connor Haywood scored a touchdown, but yeah, down to Johnson Frymouth, what three catches, um, and then a few catches, yeah, there for for all the receiver for all the running backs combined. But um, but yeah, Pickens, I mean, he's still. You're not going to start him, really, are you? Unless, you, unless you're absolutely desperate, as as good a potential that he's got, I can't imagine he, he's going to be starting on your team anytime soon, is he? I've got him starting in another league that we've got, um, which just by chance, just to give you the scores for last week, I think I lost by point eight of a point. <laughs> um, so even if they'd just thrown the ball to him one more time and he made the catch, so I had a hundred and twenty-five point nine eight points. Uh, and the other guy at 126.3. So I lost by 0.32 of a point. Uh, and I had Pickens in the lineup. Um, and I only scored me 1.2. So looking back on our three scores from last week. Um, Charlie, you scored third out of the three of us with 99 points, uh, with a win though. Scully, second, 146 points and a loss that we'll go through in a minute. Uh, and I won, so I got 160 points and uh, and won on my matchup as well. So takes the totals for the season. So me and Charlie both sat there on five wins and then Scully not far behind on just the three. So... I'll just cover off mine first. So the, my win takes me to seven and six, uh, which is probably the first time all season above 500 and all been well with two games left. Just about secures 
playoffs, I think. Um, maybe not guarantees just yet, but not far off. Um, as for my team, uh, Hertz top scored with 40 points, which didn't do anything overly spectacular um, other than what he does, I suppose. So that was great. Um, P. Ryan scored 21. I've got Mixon on my roster as well. So I was keeping a close eye on things right up to six o'clock. And, uh, and yeah, as soon as Mixon was out, P. Ryan was in and, and scoring well. So definitely a poor man's Mixon, but 21 points, nothing to be sniffed at. Um, DeAndre Swift scored 21 points. So I guess a bit like St. Brown, really. Uh, finally coming through for the Lions, which is which is nice. Um, and one that I was considering to start or sit all week, but ended up starting and paid off as well. So all in all, some good scores there. Um, and then, yeah, and then we'll come on to the, some of the bye weeks as well coming up in week 14. Uh, Charlie, so over to you. So so you won with 99 points, not quite breaking into three digits. Uh, we're taking you to six and seven. So, so talk us through your week and your result. Just before I talk about mine, touching on that, talking about a P. Ryan being a poor man's mixing, I'd say P. Ryan's better than mixing. Look at the scores mixing put you up this this uh, season. Look at what P. Ryan's done since he's been the number one. Uh, there's no comparison, and watching the guy, he looks uh, he looks quality as well. Yeah, uh, maybe really strong. I guess that that the the, uh, the the five touchdowns is probably the standout for mixing, isn't it? And you know that he's always got that in his locker. But um, but yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the two weeks that Mixon's been out. Nothing to be sniffed at at all. So no, so, yeah. and Swift, Swift seems to be the number one back back in uh, <sighs> finally in Detroit as well. So uh, yeah, looking strong for you going towards the playoffs. Uh, but yeah, to talk about my team, um, I think I scraped through on luck rather than uh, any skill this week. Complete luck. Um, when I saw Jimmy go out very early in the uh, San Fran Miami game, I thought. I think this could be my my lucky week because every it seemed to be every player went down. Uh, Tua got injured. Uh, I know very late on in the game, but still went down. Um, Aaron Jones picked up a knock and sat for a good quantity of the game. Uh, and when Green Bay seemed to start get the running game going, that was just as he was sitting out and Dylan scored quite well for them. Uh, ETN picked up a knock. He was sat. Um, Stefan Diggs did what Diggs does, put me up 22 points. He's the only guy who sort of kept me going. I think he was the one who got me the win. But the big one was Jalen Waddle. He, he didn't do anything. Uh, he was close to being uh, the receiver that was that let let me down. But I went for Pickens because he was fit. But Jalen Waddle, uh, he picked up a knock, and he was in and out of the game um, and made one catch for nine yards so yeah 1.9 for Waddle uh, and then Kenny Walker also picked up a knock um, and questionable now going into uh, into next week so completely deeply depleted my team but purely on injuries so that, that was out of the starters so Walker, Waddle, Etienne, Jones, Tua all picked up knocks so um, it's not looking great for next week yeah, you're that. right. I, I guess looking at it, so yes, like you say, your matchup, you played against someone who had Garoppolo as their quarterback, scored two points. You won by 17 points. You'd expect Jimmy to score 20 points. But then, yeah, absolutely. Looking at your looking at your starters, there's a few on there for that, that caused similar issues, really. Um, so, yeah, so as you said, really, so for next week for you, 
Um, any buys? It seems like a lot of buys coming up week 14. So have you got any on a buy week that you can either just get by with what's on your bench or you're looking at anyone off waivers? Yeah, so I've got Aaron Jones and uh, Michael Pittman on uh, on buys. So Pittman's somebody who's been sort of, if my, my top starters have had a bit of a bad matchup, somebody that I might slot in. Um, but So he would have sort of been a sit anyway. But with Aaron Jones on a buy, the fact that Etienne and Walker both picked up knocks, going to have to be somebody that I keep an eye on this week. Uh, I have got Pacheco, who's who's been doing good past few weeks. It seems to be a two-man backfield in the Chiefs, between split between him and uh, McKinnon. So hopefully they keep that going. Uh, Pacheco seems to be the guy they go to on the ground, seems to be getting more yards, uh, and they seem to split the targets. So if um, Walker can't go, I'm not devastated at having to put Pacheco in because uh, I think he can still score. Um, and they've got um, the Broncos this week, who aren't bad on uh, on defence, but are still the Broncos. Yeah, I guess so. And looking at it as well, so when we obviously traded away Kyler Murray a couple of weeks ago before the deadline, but you got Prescott on your bench. So should Tua have anything else or, or, or Miami want to start sitting Tua for a couple of games, Prescott should come in and, uh, and I'm sure do do all right for you. So, Scola, let's try your best not to be too bitter after scoring 146 points, losing by just 18. Um, I guess looking at yours, everybody scored well, um, if not very well, uh, plus some more on the bench as well. But it just looks like who you played against, some of their players had some big old scores. So, any thoughts on those? No, not really. I just missed the days of, of scraping a double double digit win and um and you guys having a go at me for for doing that and now it's Tom that's uh, that's scraping a double digit win and and I'm sat here scoring high losing week on week which it hurts, is doesn't it? Uh, it hurts. yeah it does mate it does it does hurt it's a it's a bitter pill to uh, to swallow but again there's there's nothing I could have done this week even though a couple of selections that I probably wouldn't have made anyway. Um, I don't think anyone would have would have really started um, either Dotson or Drake London um, over Olave, and I don't think anyone would have started um, James Cook over Stevenson or Eckler. So um, there's nothing really I could have I could have done or would have done differently. Like I said. Good scores, Carr reasonably well. Um, Eckler and Stevenson didn't score as high, highly as consistent as they have been doing. Um, Alave is just unfortunate because Andy Dalton's dog shit. Um, Schultz unbelievably scored five points in an offense that scored 54 points. How does he only score five points when he again is? is usually pretty good. The other week he got me 19 points, two touchdowns this week, five points. Um, Sam Brown we've spoke about. He was awesome. Um, AJ Brown, I mean, he was unreal. I mean, but that that catch where he, but he caught it on the, the on the cornerback or whoever it was, was just, just ridiculous. He was insane against his old team. Um, 
kicker scored pretty well. Ravens defense did all right. So, yeah, again, just one of them that you you have to take. But when you're going up against someone who's got Joe Burrow, Devontae Adams, um, and when their kicker scores 18 points because the Jets could only kick field goals, it's, uh, yeah, you just have to take it. Tough go. I mean, if it's any consolation, so our league, what, there's 12 teams and you'd probably say anyone between third and 10th can still make the playoffs. Maybe even third and 11th can still make the playoffs. So so scoring points might be a factor. Um, so it, it obviously it is as if it is an extra win, really, if it does come down to it. So, so maybe, you never know, um, if it does come down to that or even some sort of tie break and then a point scored for where you end up playing or who you end up matching up against in the playoffs and then for week 14 for you then Scully so you've got five of your players on a bye um, which looks like your starting lineup should still be okay albeit kind of putting James Cook in there that we touched on at the start that I don't know if they'd be your starting running back now that that he's done well last week but um, but yeah any concerns or just is what it is even if it's one week that you might have to Throw it and just hope for the best. So, this week's quite favourable for me, actually, with um, at the currently, anyway, if Lamar Jackson's actually out for for Howarth. So, um, he's going to obviously have to try and bring in another another quarterback, but whoever he brings in is not going to score or hasn't got the potential to score anything like Lamar Jackson's got the potential to score. So, that could go in my favour. And like you said, James Cook, it could be an opportunity for me to, to throw him his debut in uh, in the side off the back of scoring 16.5 points. Um, they're going up against the Jets, who were not fantastic against against the run. He's also, like we've, we've spoke about, quite effective in the passing game as well. So he's not a bad option. And when he's only predicted to score eight and a bit points, um, anything above that's a bonus, isn't it? So um, he's one that I think I might, I might stick with no need to to really rock anything with um, yeah everybody on my bench on a bye but but ready to come back for for the week after which is the big one against the little man <laughs> and you are predicted to win by twenty points which as we know means absolutely for call but um but you are predicted <laughs> to win by twenty points next week um and just a small observation just on my matchup uh, against Kyle this week so. Interesting enough, um, I've got Rashard White, he's got Fournette. I've got Swift, he's got Jamal Williams. I've got Debo Samuel, he's got Ayuk. So it, it might be a case of kind of head-to-head on some of the running backs and receivers. So, uh, so yeah, we'll see who we both start on this upcoming week. So before we move on to week 14 completely let's have a quick look back at week 13 and some of the injuries so we'll start off with quarterbacks so injuries to Jimmy G injuries to Stafford who's now on IR um Lamar Jackson who who's injured for the next few weeks it looks like at, at least um which are all starting quarterbacks I would have thought in your fantasy leagues so Scully who who are you looking at to pick up in replacement to them either the way out for the rest of the season or just for the next few weeks so if it's next couple of weeks, I'm probably going um, Brock Purdy, who's somebody that I'd never, ever heard of up until this week. But 
quite liked what what I saw. I thought it was uh, I thought it was really good. He went in. It was obviously next man up in um, in that locker room. He seems to fit in, be able to run that offense. And I got sacked a couple of times. Um, probably a little bit, obviously. No, um, can I say brushing cobwebs off a little bit, if if you know what I mean? Um, not being able to throw throw the ball out and release it as early, but he, he settled down and he got a lot better. And if you look at what he did, 25 off 37 for 210 yards, two touchdowns. He did get one interception, but for somebody to who's unheard of to come in as a who was a third-string quarterback at the beginning of the year to perform that well and get a big win against a good team and, and perform, like I said, really, really well. Uh, I was really impressed with him. So um, I'd be I'd be giving him a chance if if uh, if your quarterback's gone down and uh, you need somebody to come in, come in for a couple of weeks, or your quarterback's on a bye and you need someone to come in and just cover him for for next week. Um, he's worth a punt, in my opinion. Yeah, there's no doubt that he's going to be available in all leagues uh, until at least tomorrow morning, uh, until Wednesday morning when the waiver's clear. Um, and I, I agree as well. So looking at that offence, even if he's an average quarterback, he could just throw it five yards to McCaffrey and McCaffrey could run 70 yards for a touchdown or or the goal line. And yes, yeah, Debo that, that he throws it to and some sort of fade route. Um, I can't imagine that they will just he will just turn around and hand it off to McCaffrey to rush all the, to rush all the time. Um, there's some great weapons there for him, especially compared to some of those other quarterbacks out there that might be available. So, so Brock Purdy, let's keep an eye on him. I think it'll help it'll help McCaffrey as well uh, in terms of of his output in, for fantasy. Potentially, it could hinder Ayuk uh, going forward. Because I I wouldn't imagine he's gonna have the same deep ball as as Jimmy or or um, Trey Lance before he went down, but possibly Debo it could spike his his season uh, if they do a similar sort of thing as they did with uh, Jimmy last year, factor in some running uh, plays for him and try and get involved in in the short game then potentially it could increase his scoring potential so yeah it's a good pickup uh, but it'll be an interesting one in terms of how it affects the rest of um, the weapons that San Fran have got on offense yeah absolutely there's a lot there isn't there? and they did one or two things at first when Trey Lance went down that there's some of those trick plays and um, just to a new wrinkle to the offense but but yeah for your out and out receivers someone like Ayuk uh, then yeah, that that is to be seen. So speaking of receivers, then Charlie, we'll come over to you. Um, and yeah, so similar again, really. So Brandon Cooks was out last week. So was Kadarius Tony, who seems to be out every other week. Mike Williams still out for the Chargers. Um, and then there's players that went out during the games last week. So Traylon Burks might even be in concussion protocol this upcoming week. And then similar as well for Cortland Sutton. So. It seems like the receivers have been up and down all season, but this last week or so, um, yeah, just just kind of made a paper, it seems. So, Charlie, looking at receivers, who are you suggesting that we take a look at to pick up off waivers? So, uh, the guy I'd be looking at, it, it would be there to replace Traylon Burks. If we're following the uh, the league's uh, 
trend that they've set in terms of concussion protocol. Um, I mean, he got wiped out um, on that catch. How he managed to keep hold of the ball, uh, God only knows. He was completely sparko. Uh, but for me, it's going to be Nick Westbrook Akine, who, relatively unknown. Uh, I know when we uh, got together, watched the games in Hooters uh, the other week, he scored two touchdowns and we were all like, who the hell's this guy? <laughs> Um, but this week they're playing the Jags, so if they do what the Lions did and absolutely destroy them uh, in the passing game, then, yeah, it could be a good week for him. I mean, he hasn't particularly scored well, other than that game that we watched when they played Denver. Uh, he got those two touchdowns, 119 yards uh, from five catches, so... He's got it in his locker. He, he can clearly make those plays. And if uh, if Traylon Burks is out, um, which I fully expect him to be, then uh, he's somebody I'd potentially look at picking up. Um, could score big. And they play Jacksonville last game of the season as well. So they've got Jacksonville this week, week 14, and again, week 18. So decent little uh, run in for him. But... I can't see Traylon Burks being out for too long, so it might just be a one-week wonder for him. Yeah, let's hope for for the Titans that it's not long, because it seemed as if Traylon Burks was just becoming a guy. Like I know he got the fumble recovery for a touchdown uh, for his first touchdown a couple of weeks ago, and then yeah, that that catch. So it seems like he was becoming probably the latest one of these rookie wide receivers to start standing out. Um, so yeah, so hopefully he's back uh, in the next couple of weeks. But if he's not back this week, then then let's take a look at Westbrook Akini. And that's that for this week's episode. Hopefully, it's not one of your receivers that gets struck down by injury this week. Thanks for listening. See you on the next one.